Welcome to Emotionally Available. My name is Deanna and I'm in the car on my way to work chatting about what it means to be emotionally available every single day. I'm a yoga and dance instructor and on my commute, I really find time to reflect on what in class and outside of class it takes to be more available and open to what our body can do. Whether we're walking the dog or learning how to do handstands in yoga or trying an adult ballet class, the way we move is awesome and sometimes challenging. So we're gonna talk about it today, we're gonna make strides, and we're gonna be a little more proud of the way we move today. Thank you so much for joining, we'll be right back. Hey guys, I've been thinking a lot about injury prevention lately. Um, if you are currently a dancer, or if you're concerned that a current injury is gonna impede your dancing, um, I really wanna focus on that too. This absolutely applies to my yogis and my fitness people out there, um, but I'm gonna specifically discuss things that have worked for me as a dance teacher. Um, when I'm trying to make it through my teaching week and I've just am really achy, <laughs> um, I find that um, because I'm on my hands or knees or feet or just on different surfaces of my body and um, I move a bit more in yoga when teaching, um, I'm thankfully a little less achy there, but when I'm teaching dance, I'm on my feet a lot. And while um, a lot of dance is done on the floor, of course, doing floor work and such, I just find that I demo a few times and then I walk around the studio. And I was talking to my coworker about this and I was like, why am I so achy? So many um, professionals and other dancers dance much harder and longer than I do. Why am I so achy? And she made a good point that when you're teaching, you're standing a lot. Um, so if you're doing a lot of bar work maybe and you're just on your feet constantly, or if you're a teacher too, this might be useful to you. I have found the best way to help me help myself <laughs> is changing what I put on my feet a lot. So one, day to day having the right support is important, but I find that at different times I need different support. Sometimes um, being barefoot or being in a very um, simple shoe, like think Keds for example, is what my feet want because they want the flexibility, they need the movement. Maybe I'm feeling very tight um, through my arch or ankles, so movement is what I need. So in that case, if I'm kind of just crampy and stiff in my feet, I actually want less support just for a little while, like I mean a day or two. <laughs> um, when I'm looking day-to-day -day life and I have like bone pain, so for example, um, like heel pain from standing um, too far back on my heels for a while. Um, or sometimes when I have a touch of plantar fasciitis, I need support and I need soft support. So making sure that I'm wearing like really orthopedic insoles day to day is a really good option. So in general, especially for my fitness people, if your feet are achy, you need to figure out what's happening with your shoes. A great way to figure this out is to pick up your sneakers that you wear most often to class or just around town. Where is it wearing down the most? If the inside edge is quite worn down, you're probably rolling in. Opposite of that, if you're quite worn out um, on the outsides of your soles, meaning the outer edge, like along where your pinky toe would be and down to the heel, you're probably rolling out. So pronating, 
in versus supinating out is really, really um, important to know about. If you find that your heel is totally destroyed, <laughs> you might be really going heel toe, heel toe, heel toe versus rolling through the foot softly. So I just want you to like take a peek at your shoes. If, like there's so much information on the bottom of your shoe. Check out the tread patterns and then when you go shopping for new shoes, go somewhere that they offer a consultation and show the person who's fitting you the bottom of your old shoes and say, there's these weird wear patterns. I think it means this. What do you think? And that's going to be really useful to you. So in general, when I'm not dancing, I try to make sure I'm wearing shoes that suit my issue at that moment. Now I have very high arches, so I, but I also have strong feet. So I don't always pronate, but when I get tired, those high arches just roll right in. So I pronate, but often when I get fitted for sneakers, they don't see the pronation right away because I'm thinking about being really strong and lifted in my arches and um, supported. But as I get tired, if I'm running in my sneakers, which unfortunately I don't do very often anymore, um, or if I'm barefoot in my, or in my slippers, my ballet slippers, I totally am a pronator. So um, get the support you need when you're not in your shoes. Okay, we're back in the studio. When you're in shoes, you need to make sure that one, they're comfortable just to have on your feet. So I really, really, really feel like I enjoy teaching in ballet slippers. I currently have a pair of Capizio Hanamis and they are like butter on my feet. I love them. <laughs> they're so great. Um, but any ballet slippers is not very supportive and unfortunately um, my heels have been really, really in pain. The weird thing is it's my left heel. So that means that for some reason something different is happening on the left side of my body. I actually realized that my left foot is like a quarter size smaller. So the pad on the bottom of my ballet slipper falls in a different place on my left foot versus on my right foot. So in addition to being a little bit prone to um, plantar fasciitis and having a touch of that right now, that pad is pressing on my heel in a different place on the left versus the right. So I'm fine that whether you're a teacher or a dancer, if you're taking a lot of dance, switching out your shoes, kind of like how we talked about switching out sneakers when you're just living life, um, is really, really useful. So I wear um, Capizio Hanamis. I also wear the Capizio Freeforms, lots of Capizios. <laughs> it just happens that way. They're easy to get your hands on. Um, and I really like the Freeforms because sometimes the leather is just a bit more supportive around the ball of the foot. Um, if it's kind of like a jazz shoe but doesn't have a heel like a jazz shoe. Now, they also have a Capizio Freeform jazz shoe, which is the same exact um, slipper mold, but then does have a heel. I really want to try those, but I haven't yet. Um, lastly, I also wear Padini's a lot, which are also Capizio. <laughs> and those have a much more significant heel on them. Um, they have a tapered foot, um, but they're starting to make them out of things like neoprene. Um, so it's not just simple leathers and buckles. Okay, with that said, the heel height that I choose and the pad underneath my feet that I choose really makes a difference. If you're a ballet student and your feet are constantly aching you, maybe they're just building up strength. Or maybe you need to change your shoes. So if you find that your ballet shoes are rubbing the bottom of your feet in the wrong way, one, they could be the wrong size. They really shouldn't rub because that means they're probably too big and they're sliding around on the bottom of your feet. But two, check your heel pad placement or your toe pad placement. That little heel, the sole 
on your heel um, can really do strange things. One, if you're not used to wearing slippers, but two, they might just not be right for you. Um, so I find that changing between my slippers, my free forms, and my padinis is really, really useful. Okay, my last bit of advice is get some compression socks. <laughs> These are the best. Um, I bought like medical grade, like pack of 12 um, black ones. And that means that I can kind of wear them um, in the studio and they look still kind of professional with my black leggings and um, I really feel supported. Now they don't offer a lot of arch support, but the compression around the foot and around the calf, because they are knee high compression socks, are really, really useful in my opinion. So if you're a dancer um, and you're having a lot of um, bottom of the feet problems in general, go ahead and start switching your shoes up. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to give up your shoes. Um, just because my Hanamis like sometimes make my left foot hurt does not mean that I don't ever wear them. I actually wear them um, most days that I teach. Um, but when I'm already prone to being sore, I have to be really careful. Um, if I wore any of my shoes too much, I get sore. The exception is with the Padinis. Um, I really found a lot of success long-term wearing Padinis, but I'm teaching a lot of ballet this year and I really want to get my heel down. I've actually found that I was getting tight in my calf wearing my Padinis so much. So I want to just remind you that when you're choosing dance shoes um, or fitness sneakers or any sort of supportive equipment uh, that could go for bras and um, clothing, uh, anything that's going to support you and maybe even restrict you in some way, hopefully a positive way, <laughs> um, really shop around. And no one's made of money. It's hard to just have a lot of materials ready to keep trying. But if you can go ahead and even buy two different kinds of shoes, um, that might be quite useful to you. I find that sticking to one kind of shoe um, is just rough, yeah? on my feet and maybe it'll help you with yours. Um, my next podcast is going to be all about deciding whether pain is good pain or bad pain. So I encourage you to listen to the next episode when it comes out or right away if it's already out. And I hope this was helpful. I know it was a bit scatterbrained, um, but I've been really searching for ways to make my body feel better. And um, right now my biggest problem is foot pain. So if you have any suggestions, let me know. Um, massage is really great. Um, using roller balls on the bottom of the feet but if you have some really weird creative idea for helping foot pain i would love 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 to know um yeah all right have an awesome day good luck with your feet i hope you're happier with them than me <laughs> and we'll talk soon bye guys So much for joining me for this episode. I'm so thrilled that we got to chat today and I hope you took away something good. Maybe it's a big moment of change and inspiration or maybe it's just a small reminder that being emotionally available for ourselves every day, staying open to all that our body can do is a good thing. I hope you have a wonderful day. Go ahead and follow on Instagram at Emotionally Available or you can check out on Facebook Emotionally Available or emotionallyavailable.com. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Have a great day.